1: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: TurboGeth seeks to scale Ethereum, and it's already in beta. Good evening, I'm Bailey Reitzel, and this is Late Confirmation from Coindesk, bringing you the top stories from September 21st, 2018. On today's show, we'll talk about Cody Wilson's arrest in Taiwan, another supposedly better, faster, stronger ASIC from mining hardware company Bitmain, and a new research paper that claims Tether has had no meaningful impact on the price of Bitcoin. Plus, we'll have Coindesk reporter Nick Day on to talk about the latest from the SEC on the Bitcoin ETF. But first, a word from our sponsor.
1: Master financial technology online with the 10-week Oxford FinTech program. Interacting with an international cohort of business leaders and over 60 guest experts, you'll gain a practical introduction to key financial technologies and their business applications. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com.
0: Independent software developer Alexey Akunov has built a new tech solution for Ethereum, dubbed TurboGeth. It changes the way Ethereum's so-called state is recorded and radically reduces the memory space required to store the history of all the blockchain's transactions. Akunov developed his technology by rewriting Geth, the Ethereum Foundation's in-house software for interacting with the blockchain. TurboGeth replaces the hash tree, now the dominant way of storing data in Ethereum clients, with a simplified index. Instead of hash trees, TurboGeth fuses a diverse range of data into a compact string that is lighter to store and faster to retrieve. As a result, a full archive node that stores the full history of the Ethereum state will require only 252 gigabytes of disk space compared to the 1.2 terabytes you now need. And this means that running a full node will be significantly cheaper, which is an important feature to keep the network decentralized. Cody Wilson has been arrested. Best known as the creator of the 3D printed gun, but also the creator of the privacy-focused Bitcoin wallet, Dark Wallet, Wilson was arrested in Taiwan after being charged with a second-degree felony count of sexual assault of a minor. The Central News Agency, a state-owned news organization in Taiwan, reported that Wilson will be deported to the U.S. as soon as possible. Police from the city of Austin, Texas, filed an affidavit against Wilson, claiming he paid for sexual intercourse with a 16-year-old girl last month. In Texas, any sex with a minor, consensual or otherwise, is considered assault. According to the affidavit, the victim said she met Wilson through the website sugardaddymeat.com. She reported the incident to a counselor. It's unclear what kind of counselor, and that counselor contacted the authorities. Police in Texas did not say whether Wilson was aware of the girl's age at the time. Next up, just a day after Bitfury revealed its new mining chip, China-based mining hardware giant Bitmain released a new ASIC. Jihan Wu, CEO and co-founder of Bitmain, announced the new chip at the World Digital Mining Summit in Tbilisi, Georgia. The BM1391 chip is designed to mine cryptocurrencies using the SHA-256 algorithm, including Bitcoin. The company says the hardware uses an advanced semiconductor manufacturing technology, integrates, quote, more than a billion transistors, end quote, and is highly energy efficient. So far, Bitmain has not released detailed specifications for the new ASIC, but it will soon start the mass production of it. And now we'll speak to Coindesk reporter Nick Day about the latest SEC order regarding an upcoming Bitcoin ETF decision. So, Nick, what exactly did the SEC do yesterday?
2: The SEC published an order yesterday basically launching proceedings to decide whether or not it's going to approve a Bitcoin ETF that was first pitched by Vanek and SolidX this past June. In that order, the SEC asked for further feedback on the pros and cons of the ETF, basically giving the general public three weeks to provide commentary and then five weeks if anyone wants to submit a rebuttal. This comes on top of more than 1,400 comments that were already submitted to the SEC for this particular ETF alone.
0: Wow. And tell us what exactly a Bitcoin ETF is.
2: So an ETF, or exchange-traded fund, is basically an investment vehicle which allows you to invest in something while actually owning it. Mm-hmm. Here, that something is Bitcoin. Vanek and SolidX would basically hold the Bitcoin and list shares on the CBOE-BZX exchange that investors could buy into the investors wouldn't actually be holding bitcoin but the etf would allow them to share in any gains or losses anyway a lot of folks are interested largely because this acts as another way for them to get involved in bitcoin without necessarily having to buy or hold it
0: right and they don't want to buy and hold it because they maybe don't want to deal with the volatility of bitcoin or any of these other cryptocurrencies
2: right exactly plus there's also security concerns if you're holding bitcoin and you lose your private keys those are gone but if you're holding a share that corresponds to bitcoin then you're not responsible for it, VanEck and SolidX are.
0: Gotcha. Okay. And then, so after this, what what happens next?
2: So, basically, advocates have the opportunity to provide the SEC with feedback. In this order, the SEC provided 18 specific questions that it's looking for answers to, which range from questions about you know Bitcoin's trading market in mm. general to the Vanic solidx partnership uh, proposal specifically. Now, the SEC has 180 days from when the order was first published in the Federal Register to make some kind of decision, meaning the next deadline that we're looking at is December 29th. Obviously, a decision might come out beforehand. This particular decision that was published yesterday wasn't expected until September 30th, as an example. But by December 29th, the regulators are either going to approve, disapprove, or order a final extension if they final for a final extension, then the last deadline meaning the latest we'll see some kind of decision, whether it's an approval or a disapproval, will be late February.
0: Cool. Thanks so much for coming on.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Late confirmation is brought to you by Oxford University's Said Business School. You can now study fintech entirely online with Oxford University's Said Business School. The 10 week program gives you the tools you need to build the future of transactions and commerce. You'll explore emerging technologies that will disrupt marketplaces and financial services and examine the state of the industry and plan disruptive intra- and entrepreneurial interventions. Throughout the program, you'll be exposed to key ideas, principles, and frameworks from CEOs of leading startups, corporate leaders, and instructional leaders at the forefront of research in the space of future commerce and transactions. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com.
0: New research on Tether argues that the stablecoin hasn't been used to manipulate the Bitcoin price, or at least it hasn't been successful in doing so. Speculation over Tether's role in propping up Bitcoin's price has been circulating for months, but new research by Dr. Wang Chu Wei, a lecturer at the business school, Australia's University of Queensland, contradicted this claim. Wei says he used two time series to see if there was a causal relationship between the Bitcoin price and Tether issuance. He concluded, though, that past Bitcoin returns explain current Bitcoin returns, equally to the combination of past Bitcoin returns and past Tether grants. In other words, the grants don't impact Bitcoin returns all that much. Wei's findings were originally published online in May and have been accepted for the October 2018 issue of Economics Letters. For more on today's stories and to subscribe to our newsletter, check out Coindesk.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Coindesk. And if you're looking for me specifically, I'm BLR13 on Twitter. Plus, if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. For Coindesk, I'm Bailey Reitzel, and this has been Late Confirmation.